So we want to welcome you to the inaugural episode of the Respectable Woman Podcast. This is your girl, M.B. Barnes, and it's my birthday week, so I wanted to go ahead and um, check something off my list that I've had for about a year now. I wrote down this concept for this podcast and episode titles and a lot has happened in the year so I wanted to start this off with a bang so fuck this shit right so this is my this is my absolute favorite phrase I am a potty mouth woman and that is okay um, but who would have thought that when I wrote this down last summer that we would be in this year of 2022 where um I feel like a lot of people are just very brazen with their fuck this shit uh, when it comes to women and um, the lack of respect, the control over what we do, what we say um, with ourselves, our bodies, our voices. And I feel like now more than ever, there is this um, I want to say like this just uh, resurgence or this upward movement of women um, speaking out, putting down our boundaries and um, not being the quote unquote respectable woman. And that was the whole point when I wrote this down and had this idea um, as, as a person that has kind of a frontward facing position um, in in my local community. Sometimes I feel like I have to suppress certain things about my personality um, to make myself more um, palatable to the role, roles uh, with an S that, that I have. And at this point in time in our life and in history, it's just not the time to suppress who we are. And I'm a very layered woman. Um, people who are in my inner circle definitely know that um, fuck this comes out of my mouth um, several times a, a week, a day. And, um, and that is a part of who I am. That's a part of how I move. And it's a part of why you see me in the different roles that I play in the community. Um, it's, it's a part of me. And sometimes um, we have to say what we need to say or do what we need to do to carry on. There's a lot of underbelly to the uh, what you see on social media and what you see when uh, we're on stage and on panels and in the office and in the workplace and doing the code switching, the respectable politics. And um, I hope that through this podcast, I begin to not only just uncover some layers um, and speak my truth a little bit more, but also bring some pretty um, significant guests in my life that can speak to some of the topics that we're going to talk about 
in this um, eight episode podcast for now and then we'll see what happens so um, this is just the intro I just wanted to come and speak to my people one-on-one before I bring my friends in on the next few episodes um, I hope that the women who are listening to this begin to feel a little more free I'm not gonna lie this is really nerve-wracking um of what will people think um who don't know me on a deeper level um what would I what will the people who serve with me in certain civic organizations think and what will some people who um work with me think and you know I hope that through this there's some more authentic conversations um, that women have with each other. I do think um, a respectable woman is an authentic woman. And um, it's not in this mold that people have placed on us. Um, A lot of times respectable, quote unquote, respectable women, we're operating in a form that is the expectations of others. Um, We are operating in a form that is beneficial to how other people want to deal with us or interact with us or have us to um, use our skills and our talents and our God-given gifts to their benefit. And a lot of times when that is allowed, um, we kind of lose a lot of ourselves. And again, we start to suppress things, certain things about ourselves that uh, make us who we are and, and make us the, the person that you um, admire. And so through this, I hope we're going to talk about some energy vampires. That's a, a trigger term narcissist is a uh, trigger term Um, there's been some experiences that I've had where I wanted to um, just kind of keep the peace with certain people around me that I truly cared about uh, friends family um, other relationships and uh, when you do that you start to lose yourself Um, people have a different design for you I would think you know my mother got, you know, God bless it. Um, she's passed on, but she knew, she knew that fuck this was my favorite, was my favorite phrase. Um, she didn't like it. Um, she always said, you know, you have a sailor's mouth and that's not ladylike to talk like that. You shouldn't use such words. I'm pretty sure that, you know, my aunties hear this, I would be getting some phone calls. I am pretty sure that um, if my daddy heard this, which I want him to be a guest on a later episode, but um, if if he heard this as a Baptist preacher, that would be some conversations. Um, but I have a fiery nature. I have a lot of fire in my spirit. I am a Leo sun and a Sagittarius moon. And so you're going to, you're going to feel it. You're going to uh, feel the force of me. Um, and good and bad, like it's just, it's what it is. Um, and that's how I've, that's how I'm made up. 
And I can't apologize for that. And I won't apologize for that. Um, and I still, I'm still a respectable woman. It's just not going to be to the design of how others see me. Um, so I want women to really dig deep um, as we go through this and ask yourself the question, who are you really? And how do, how do we evolve as women? How do we grow? And, you know, my birthday is coming up and I'll be 39 and I'm getting close to 40. And the way I moved and the way I, I thought and um, how I saw things at 20 is not, is not at all how I see things getting closer to 40. There is room to evolve and grow and mature and feel our life experiences and believe other things and, and have a mind for ourselves and be free thinking and not conform to the traditional quote-unquote ways that we were raised I'm still a very traditional girl but um, the way I, I view certain things is definitely not the way it was taught to me growing up and that is fine and that is all about living in a way that makes you feel free and makes you feel happy and makes you feel light and make you um, not fearful to walk in your gifts um everybody has a purpose and there's a certain thing that you are designed to do or say or move the needle that is only a mission for you that only you can do based off who you are and so if you are consistently living in that design for others and not really asking the question of who you are and bringing forth all of those things that you're suppressing within yourself, then you cannot go out and fulfill um, that mission that's only designed for you that's going to help somebody else. Um, my feeling is for me, um, that fire energy that's so ingrained in me that sometimes makes people uncomfortable. Um, there's a light to that and that are, there's a shadow to that. And for me, my shadows are what make me uncomfortable. That's what I feel like I need to work on. Like if I get so um, hot-headed that I haven't stepped back to kind of look at the whole situation, um, I, this blind rage, that is a shadow for me. That's something that makes me uncomfortable. That's something that makes me feel that I... Um, misread the situation or um, I lost control of a situation but that doesn't mean that I can't have fire when I'm going about moving the needle in a certain direction where I do have complete clarity and I do see all the angles and there is resistance and sometimes when there's resistance, I need to burn that bitch down. And that shit, so everybody else, I need to clear it so everybody else can see it. You have put this wall up or you have put this barrier up that you refuse to see what's on the other side. I see it clearly. And if I got to burn it down for you to be like, oh, I didn't know that was back 
there, then that is me using my fire for the way that I'm intended to use it. It may make you uncomfortable, but that's your problem. That is not, that is not my problem. That is me um, using my gifts and who I am in the way that it is intended. So I don't want anyone, um, especially women, to feel that when you are being you, and that makes someone else uncomfortable, that that means that you need to go ahead and, and shrink yourself. Um, we don't have time for that right now. We really don't have time for that. I am in a state of just, I almost want to be in a grieving situation looking at what's happening in our community, in our society, in our country, um, but I just try to think about that what's on the other side and what's what's on the other side of the wall that maybe I'm not even looking at right now all of this um, transition has to be happening for a reason and right now is the time where um, what the side that you are on on many topics um, and many positions that's happening right now it is going to determine your path moving forward. Um, if you are going to be silent as you see wrong happening, then when we get to the other side of this and, you know, history will say, you know, these people changed the game, you're not going to be able to say that you was in that boat with me sis like I'm gonna be like no nah, she was over there in the corner and she wasn't saying a damn thing the entire time and she didn't make a move and she didn't stand up for what was right the entire time um that's gonna be on you and if you're on the side that is blatantly wrong where you want to aid in the suppression of people um and their voices and, and their choices then we're going to be talking about you and writing about you in, in the history books. Um, we're going to be talking about you and writing about you all over the Internet. Like, you're going to be that person that stood in the way of progress. And right now is just a time where you have to decide what are you going to do, where are you going to stand, and wherever you stand is, is it. But decide. Um that's going to make a lot of people uncomfortable, <laughs> um, depending on what you do. If you're going for what is truthful, what is right, um, and what is truthful and right to you in your spirit, not just because what someone else has said for you, what is right or wrong within your soul, you're going to have to stand on that. And that may make a lot of people uncomfortable with you. You may lose friends. You may be in discourse with family. Um, but, I mean, get, <laughs> what you going to do? So a lot of exploration on that. Um, and are you really going to take that fuck this shit mentality? Um, but forget it. I'm, I'm going to stand on this because I know fundamentally that we cannot treat people like this. Um, we cannot look at 
uh, blatant wrong and say, well, we are just choosing not to see it because of the particular person that is doing it. That is almost you wanting to accept abuse Um, because manipulation is abuse. So if you're going to allow somebody to manipulate you, um, then willingly and freely you're going to let someone manipulate you and I'm not going to say any names we all know it's 2022 uh (laughs) what's going on we turn on the tv then um then that's on you babe that's on you sis um we have to have this this freedom of self and freedom of expression of of who we are um because there are people watching us. There are friends, family, youth, um, people who may feel like that they are by themselves, people who feel like, oh, yeah, I have this fiery nature, too. And if, you know, if, if MB can, can do it and I can see the change on the other side, then I definitely can do it there is always someone who is looking to us to set the example and if you are not walking in your authentic self then you are not setting the example um you are not giving a light and a voice and a picture and representation to the ones that we are obligated to we are obligated to each other we are obligated to our youth um that is going to come behind us and and take the torch and carry it further than we ever could imagine i i want to end on this kind of story that hit me pretty hard um last month and so my family came to uh, visit the 4th of July weekend and um, my niece was with my brother and brother-in-law and my two nephews and she made and she didn't know what she was doing but she made comments that I've heard before and I always had these kind of quote-unquote excuses for so um, I'm a homeowner I have a three-bedroom house. Um, The reason I bought the house mainly was because my mother was going through cancer treatments. And at that time, I was in a one-bedroom apartment, and she was having treatments five times a week. She was driving two hours uh, from our hometown to come up um, to Little Rock for, for these treatments. And so I was always on an air mattress, and I gave her my bed. Well... When I kind of realized that this is going to be a long haul as far as her treatments go, I was like, well, this one bedroom is just not going to do it. And I'm not going to, I hate moving. So I wasn't going to move into another apartment. And so I just said, you know what, this is a time. Let me just go ahead and get a house, right? Um, so bought my house. My mom had her own room own bed so when she was going through treatment she was able to be comfortable I was comfortable we had more space um and so that was the real reason I bought the house and 
a year later, she passed away. And so I'm, you know, I'm going to stay in my house. I like my house. Um, but things, you know, I started to, you know, get promotions and things like that at work. And um, I ended up, I have two vehicles, right? So I, I have my, my paid off car because it's paid off. And then I have another vehicle that I use to transport items um, when I'm having to do events. And so my niece, she's here. She's kind of looking around and she was like, Titi, why you got this big house? Now, the house she lived in, well, her family is way bigger than mine. <laughs> but she, her main point was I'm by myself. And I was like, oh, well, you know, when when Granny was, you know, sick, like I got this house so, so I could be comfortable with Granny. Okay. I took her and her brothers um, to work with me one morning, and I took them in the SUV. And she was just like, Titi, you got this big vehicle, and it's just you. And I was like, yeah, okay. Um, that's cool. I think I forgot what I said to her. But, you know, I, oh, I was just like, yeah, I have it for events, you know. She didn't say anything. And then I started to think about that. Um, and while I was giving her that same just kind of spiel that I was giving everybody else who said something, because it's, it felt, you know, when someone tells you, oh, it's just you, why you need this, something this big, it's just you, you know, <laughs> there's undertones to that statement. Um, why do you need big and grand when it's just you, no husband, no partner, no kids, etc. And so... Um, I thought about it. It just kind of hit me. And later on, one of the evenings before they left, um, it was her and it was my brother and brother-in-law. We were sitting at the table eating and I said, baby, why, let me ask you, why did you, why did you ask TT? Why did you ask me if, why am I in this house and why do I have this car? And she was like, oh, I, I didn't mean anything by it. I said, baby, I know you didn't. I said, but this is one thing I want you to know. I got it because I can. That was <laughs> that was the truth. And that was the truth I've never said out loud because that feels cocky, right? That feels like you're bragging. That feels like, oh, like, you, okay, you're trying to be a rich bitch, you know, whatever the case may be. But I I had to let her know. I said, baby, I got this because I can. And I don't want you to ever feel like if it's just you, that you have to have small because it's just you. I said, if I didn't have this house, you wouldn't be able to come here whenever you want to and have your own room and be comfortable, right? She said, yeah. I said, if I didn't have that SUV, you and your brothers would have been cramped in my car when I'm trying to take you guys wherever you need to go comfortably, right? said yeah I didn't think about that I said okay I can and because I can I can make sure that you're comfortable when you're with me you always go big whatever you can do and you want to do do that and don't listen if anybody else tries to say it's just you so you have to be in this small box and she said, yes, ma'am. And my brother looked at me and said, mm. 
But in that moment, I realized that this, my niece, that this girl is looking at me and how I move matters to her. So why I move the way I move, I need to speak very clearly to her about that because she's going to take that on and carry that for her. And I don't want her to feel like that her talents and whatever she's going to do and whatever career she goes into, that she has to think small. Fuck that shit. And <laughs> that's it. Um, thank you, guys. I hope you listened to the entire episode. You can follow me on social media, Twitter, and Instagram, the MB Truth, the underscore MB underscore truth. And I hope you come back. I hope you listen to my friends um, as they speak authentically, um, as they are respectable women too. Our next episode is going to be, I'm still a little savage. (laughs) There's time where we need to have some savagery and some righteous anger around here. And again, there's nothing wrong with that. So tune in to the next episode and I'll holler at you guys later.